0: federal land uh, comment that he makes right he's like, why don't i like the feminist biden went for his checkup at walter reed all and step number three, three is the telepathic mental manipulation me you can't all just erase biological women by, by taking over My name is Shipwreck, and I will be your hostess with the mostest. So Interesting to me that all of these these trans women want to come out and help. Ooh. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Shipwreck Show. My name is Shipwreck, and I will be your hostess with the mostess And it's Tuesday, so we're going to be doing the Nooner. And Sunny, look at this. Sonny and I are twinsies today. Aren't we cute? Look at our yellow shirts. Twinsies. We're twinsies. You know who else we match that we're going to talk about today, Sonia? We match the protesters from the coronation in the UK over the weekend. They all wore yellow. And then they said the hashtag, not my king, which was interesting. And we're going to talk about that a little bit later today, too, because I have some stuff. And we have the death one that I think everybody saw. Everybody saw death. And he was walking from one end to the other. But it wasn't death. It was a Greek Orthodox priest who was walking around in his garb. And somebody just ruined my fun. You know what? That's okay. It's okay. I'ma believe what I'm believe. I'm believe in symbolism. And I think that's what it was. Welcome to the show. You guys, it is so good to see you. Terry Yeager, welcome to the show. And Mama's Robbins. We got Sonny Brown's back backstage and Heather the artist and Britt Marie and Christy tn girl and Ashley. Who is in here first? I think it was it was Rayleigh. She was in here first. Rayleigh, welcome to live and Alex King. You guys, welcome to live and a very happy Tuesday to all of you. I hope you're having a great day so far today, a better day than they're having out there in El Paso. And that is gonna be the topic of our show today. This has been kind of the topic all week, which is an interesting thing that it's happening this week because this has been up and coming for months we have known for months that title 42 was going to be going away but now all of a sudden everybody wants to talk about it and everybody wants to blame joe biden and everybody wants to blame trump and <sighs> they've known this was coming they knew this was going to happen they have intel that all of these migrants were going to be tra- coming in charge on the border they knew okay so this isn't like some surprise this isn't like the democrats did this and the republic they knew but we're going to go through it and we're going to talk a little bit. We're also going to talk a little bit about Title Eight, which is the immigration law that is still in place. Title Eight is still in place. It's going to stay in place, from what I understand. Um, so I'm not really sure where the miscommunication was between the migrants and the states. But Title Eight still is going to be a thing. Uh, and we're going to kick off with some of that. Hold on one second. Quell man, welcome to live. It's good to see you, Christy Frost. There's only two days left. There is only two days left. I read last week it was the 12th and I'm reading this week it was the 11th. And so there is only two days left. And then once this is done, um, they're saying that that's going to just open the floodgates and all these migrants are going to come in. But we're going to talk a little more about that. I think there's a lot of fear pouring out there. Um, I'm not saying that it's not happening because obviously it is. There's drone footage. There's footage all over. There's footage from citizen journalists, which we're going to show too. There's citizen, or there's footage from the news for as close as they can get. Brownsville, which Sonia said she's going to go visit next week. Um, they have an entire camp set up and they are not allowing mainstream media to get anywhere close. So these are citizens that are out there that are taking, making these TikToks and things like that. And we're going to show you guys that. Uh, I got a whole lot of things. Um, But let's talk a little bit about. uh, 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 mm, I can't talk today. Let's talk a little bit about section or title 42. So title 42 in 2020, President Donald Trump invoked title 42. And this is Travis underscore in underscore Flint. Fantastic. Got a follow on Twitter. Go give him a follow because he breaks it down really well. Uh, And Donald Trump had signed in to. Uh, law or legislation, a title 42 during the pandemic. And it allows the U S authorities to turn away most asylum seekers because of COVID-19 essentially is what this was about. This was set to expire in 2022 after a Biden extension. But just before its expiration, a U.S. judge in Texas barred the Biden administration from ending it. In December of 2022, the SCOTUS decided to hear the case brought by the Republicans to keep it indefinitely. In January of this year, the Biden administration announced the end of the pandemic on May 11th of 2023. We talked a little bit about that, right? It's all over. It's all done. Ukraine now. It's Ukraine war. Okay. But it meant that Title 42 would also end. They know it will cause a massive influx of illegals at the border attempting to claim asylum. In an attempt to combat this, the Biden administration announced a plan to ban all asylum seekers who didn't first attempt asylum in the countries they passed before arriving to America. The ACLU and the other groups sued them and put an end to that plan. He goes on to state that let me pull this up, make it bigger. Now, on May 11th, when the policy expires, the U.S. will see the worst border crisis that they've ever seen in our lifetime. Millions have already gathered funding from the U.S. groups and other far left organizations on Thursday. So this Thursday, the U.S. border will be so overrun that the border states may go into a state of emergency. The Biden administration has done very little to actually stop this. And so it will be a huge problem. So side note. Yeah, the Biden administration hasn't done anything. They've been really focused on cars this week. He came out and did a press conference on electric cars and some other things that really didn't have a lot to do with anything. They haven't really said anything on it. And most importantly, and I want to note this because I haven't didn't note it in my notes. Kamala Harris, who is the hello Kamala Harris, who is the the uh, border Cesar. So she was the one that is responsible for the protections and and the different things that happen at the border to ensure that people trying to cross the border are able to do it legally and people that are trying to do it legally are sent back and then tried to come in through. She was the one that was responsible to fix all this and then to keep those people and the people on our side of the border safe in the process. She said nothing. Kamala Harris has not done and made any kind of statement. She hasn't been asked about it. She hasn't tweeted about it. She hasn't said anything about the expiration of Title 42 this week, which I found really interesting, again, because she is the border Cesar. Now, what this happened was with, with her and hold this whole like government thing. This took me back to when covid first hit. Do you guys remember when this happened? So covid right. I'm sitting at my kitchen table and Trump comes out and he puts uh, Mike Pence in charge of the covid stuff. Do you guys remember that, Sonny? Do you remember that? He was like, Mike Pence is they're all going to take this on. They're going to help me manage this. Mike Pence was the covid Cesar. And then like a week later, Mike Pence disappeared. They just sent him somewhere. And I don't think we really saw him again. And Trump is the one that actually stepped out and then brought out Fauci and Dr. Burks and all of this stuff. And Trump was the actual person that took it on. So I feel like this is a very similar situation where like the VP is supposed to do this, but then either drops the ball or just doesn't. I have some footage of the um, what has been going on. And this is mainly in El Paso and Brownsville. And so I'm going to show that really quick. Some of this is mainstream media footage. Some of this is footage from, again, from citizen journalists who happen to live there. They're posting these on TikTok and Twitter. All you got to do is search for the hashtags. And here is that footage. Okay. Now, again, that footage, a lot of that footage comes from um, El Paso and from Brownsville, Texas. Now, the governor of Texas had come out and he had made a he had made he had had a press conference and made some statements and he stated that Texas has deployed their own Texas Tactical Border Force as migrants wait to storm the border once Title 42 ends the Texas National Guard is reading black hawk helicopters and C130s as they brace for an invasion along the southern border El Paso says 15,000 people are waiting to enter once Title 42 ends El Paso has declared a state of emergency Abbott has deployed 10,000 National Guard members 13,000 illegals are entering the US every day and this number is expected to increase And then he goes on to say the commander in chief has failed to protect our country. Biden hasn't really said much about this either. So far, I anticipate them being asked about it today or tomorrow. I'm assuming at the press conference, who knows what she's going to have to say. Uh, But here is the video of Governor Abbott stating all of this stuff. So Christy Frost says they have an app from our government. They can download that tells where to go. I have a video of that. So there's a guy at the border. I'll show it. But there's a guy at the border and he is showing Border Patrol a cell phone that's wrapped in cellophane. That was a government, a U.S. government. Issued cell phone. It was a it was a cell phone that was sent to him by the U.S. government. I'm supposed probably with this downloaded app. But here is what uh, Governor Abbott had to say.
1: So what we are doing is we are deploying today a, a new Texas tactical border force uh, made up of elite National Guard who are specifically trained for one thing, uh, and that is to identify areas uh, where illegal immigrants are trying to cross the border and to fill that gap and to repel them, to deny them access, to entry into the United States. They can do it one of several ways. Uh, They can physically turn back uh, those who are trying to cross the border illegally. Also, they were building uh, immediate Constantino wire uh, border barriers to prevent people from coming across the border. You saw an early iteration of this back in December when you saw long lines of people trying to cross into El Paso. Uh, In a matter of 24 hours, the National Guard built a Constantino wire uh, border barrier and it stopped that inflow immediately. We're using strategies like that up and down the border to identify locations where the cartels are trying to smuggle people across the border and put a stop to it.
0: Now, according to this article that I have up here on the screen, Mayor Oscar Leiser, he's the mayor, I believe, of El Paso, also said on Sunday that his decision to declare a state of emergency for the city was made so that the community would prepare for an expedited lifting of Title 42 on May 11th. But Deputy Manager Mario DeSaganato said that while the possibility of Title 42 ends looms overhead, Title 8 will still be in place. (coughs) Excuse me, I choked on my own spit. Sonia. I'm not a professional. Did you see that? Can we cut that out? No, no, we can't. You know why? Because we're freaking live. Okay, we're no editing this video. You got my spit cough. Under Title eight, there will be a registration and there will be a record kept of every single person who comes through the border. And once that record is is taken those people will be sent back and they will not be able to come back and seek asylum for another five years. And this, again, was according to the mayor, uh, Lisa. Title 42 does not actually keep a record who tries to enter the United States. They were just immediately turned back. There was no even having any conversations with them. They were just turned back. Title eight processes people in and then sends them back when it comes to this kind of situation. And so it'll be interesting to see if In fact, this Title 42 expiring, I think you're going to see a big push. You're going to see an influx. It's going to be real dangerous for a little bit, but Title 8 is still in place, and that is going to be up to your individual governors as to whether or not they want to enforce Title 8. Like Greg Abbott, let me pull this back up. So it is estimated that 700,000. Let me pull this one up. It's estimated that there is 700,000 migrants that are pressing to come over the border, and again. This is going to be like that initial influx, right? This is going to be the initial push. There's some confusion because, again, a lot of these governors could send these people back if they wanted to. But this is what 700,000 people look like. This is entire football stadiums of people that are going to be pushing over the border into these border towns. Um, RFK, who is the presidential hopeful, let me stop this, for the Democratic Party, He actually had something to say, too, which obviously we're all watching this very closely with RFK because RFK is somebody I'm looking at closely for the Democratic Party to, you know, possibly maybe even vote for when it comes to this. So there's going to be a lot of content in regards to Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Uh, But he came out and stated that um, they should have shut the borders down. From the get go. But Robert F. Kennedy criticized President Biden on Sunday for his open border policy amid what he called an immigration crisis. The Democrat presidential candidate made his position on Biden's immigration policy known when he was speaking to John Katsamidius. It's a local news station. Uh, we should have closed the borders and we should have expanded immigration it's not racist or insensitive to say that we need to close our borders and have an orderly immigration process i would expand i would expand legal immigration to this country that's orderly and that makes sense for our country but also that our borders are impervious kennedy added that these open door policies have hurt children and have created humanitarian crises at the southern border we have a crisis and we need to close our border and he's kind of dead on with that i am empathetic to people that are are escaping some extremely violent situations when it comes to the countries that they're from. The problem is, is we're not much better right now. We've got enough. Obviously, we've got shootings every freaking week. We've got all of this kind of stuff. We've got a big mental health issue. We have problems and we have problems that are not being addressed. And so they are going to leave one violent country and basically come to another violent country. And I am I am of the mindset that Immigration itself is, is, from what I understand, is a very complicated and long process. There has to be a way that we can streamline it without just opening our borders and letting everybody and their dog in. So I'm on board with what he has to say um, in regards to that. Um, Let me look here. Now, here's something to consider as this is really going on. It really is going to come down to your state as as all the 700,000 migrants start barging through our borders. Your state is going to be the one to decide how they're going to handle it. and. A lot of our our state representatives and governors and and legislators have come out and already spoken on what's going to happen. We just listened to Governor Abbott. He is going to be sending those people back. Now, Governor Hobbs, who is the governor of Arizona, I guess, uh, she did it without campaigning. The whole that whole thing was weird, too. But she is the governor of Arizona. She came out and here's what she had to say and what she's going to do.
2: Three is transportation administration will continue to assist with the transportation of migrants to their final destination.
0: So she's going to send them to their final destination, wherever that final destination might be. New York is having a huge influx of these migrants. They're preparing themselves for an influx of these migrants because apparently they've got intel stating that a lot of these people are going to be headed to New York and California. I don't know why. Iowa's I was great. I'm just saying. But they want to go to New York and they want to go to California. And that's all fine and dandy. But she's going to go ahead and get them there so she's going to use taxpayer money to transport these people to other states and to other places to their final destination arizona is going to pay for these illegal immigrants to go and go wherever it is that they want to go um which is a stark contrast to what jim or not jim from what abbott was going to be doing right So it really is going to come down to your governors and how they are going to protect your states and how they are going to allow you to protect yourself and your family in regards to some of these people that could be coming into your state. My senator, who I don't care for, I don't like Joni Ernst. I don't like her because she's all like, vava Ukraine. And she's got a whole website for Ukraine. And she's voted yes on every single piece of legislation that has ever come up about sending more money to Ukraine. I don't like Joni Ernst. But she did come out and she made a statement imploring the Senate to finish the wall with all the materials that was left behind. And here is that statement.
3: Uh, Get a little clip there of of President Biden in that interview as he talks about reform, which has been elusive. We could say that. And then he's also touting the 1,500 troops that will essentially be tasked with administrative tasks to free up Border Patrol agents. And he also notes the additional asylum judges, uh, which are part of the effort to move things along. What What do you make of these measures that are being undertaken right now?
4: Well, you're absolutely right, Molly, in that it is a little too late. Um, I do support allowing those 1,500 active-duty troops to go to the border, but that doesn't solve the problem, and it's not a permanent solution. We absolutely need more Border Patrol agents. We need more canine units at our ports of entry to search for fentanyl. We need an interagency task force to combat the fentanyl and elicit drug traffic. THAT'S COMING INTO THE UNITED STATES WE DO NEED TO REFORM THE IMMIGRATION SYSTEM BUT HOW CAN WE DO THAT WITH ASSURANCES UNLESS WE ACTUALLY SECURE OUR BORDER First, So we need to finish building the wall. I am reintroducing my Build It Act, which would allow the materials the federal government has already purchased to be uh, taken by our states and allowing the states to continue the border wall. It's just a simple solution, common sense solution. But there are so many things that we actually can do. And President Biden absolutely refuses to move on any of them.
3: Yeah. But before we move on from that, because I wanted to ask you about the build it law. You know, we throughout the course of recent years have shown really some materials just baking in the Southern sun uh, that that in theory, when construction was paused, when the Biden administration came in. So if town, if the states want to use this, uh, use these goods, how, how exactly would that work? How quickly could they be turned over? Are they still good? Can the, can, the, can the stuff that's been sitting there uh, in Texas or whatever it's been laying in the sun, can it still be used? Absolutely it can. And the amazing uh, part
4: of this is that we are paying $50 million a year for contractors just to babysit those unused materials that are lying out there in the desert. Yes, they can be used. And so the states would apply through the federal government and they would take possession of those materials and be able to complete the border wall where it absolutely makes sense. I have flown over those materials we need to transfer those to the states They want to complete the job that was started in the Trump administration. Again, it's common sense. We've already purchased the materials. We might as well see them put to use.
3: Yeah, so much of the responsibility for these enormous amounts of numbers of people that are coming across the southern border have fallen to the states. And many of the border towns are also overwhelmed. Griff Jenkins reporting just this morning that outside of one of the uh, migrant shelters, there's this horrific accident where a number of people were killed in a car uh, uh accident that we're still learning the information about and now we're seeing a surge in numbers already underway this new rule uh, uh, but when title 42 expires there's a new rule that's expected to, to kick in the united states to begin denying asylum to migrants who were caught illegally crossing the united states mexico border if they entered another country to reach the united states without first requesting protection there that's per homeland security secretary alejandro mayorkas uh, why Why now with this rule? It's expected to be finalized on Thursday. The sunset for Title 42 has been looming large for quite some time. Your thoughts.
4: Yes, they recognize that we have gone from crisis uh, during the Biden administration with 5.5 million illegal immigrants entering into the United States over the course of the past two years. We've gone from that crisis to absolute catastrophe as the end of Title 42 is rapidly approaching. So the Biden administration has waited. FAR TOO LONG TO IMPLEMENT SOME OF THESE RULES THAT COULD HAVE HELPED EARLY ON, BUT THE FACT OF THE MATTER IS HERE WE ARE NOW. WHAT ARE WE GOING TO DO ABOUT IT? AND WE HAVE SOLUTIONS. WE'D LOVE TO HAVE BIDEN IMPLEMENT THOSE.
3: ALL RIGHT. IOWA SENATOR JONI Erst, THANK YOU SO MUCH.
0: OK, so that was Joni Erst. And then right before the live came out today, Jim Jordan actually tweeted out that Title 42 ends in two days. Joe Biden still doesn't have a plan. Neither do Senate Democrats. But on Thursday, House Republicans will pass the strongest border legislation ever. We are working. there not. Listen, you knew this was going to happen. All of them, they all knew every single last fucking one of you. You knew these people were waiting to get in. You knew that there was going to be a big influx. You're going to wait till the week of the day of to introduce legislation. That's the day it ends. I like Jim Jordan just fine, but you're going to come out here and be like, Democrats aren't doing anything. Republic man. Fuck you. Seriously. Seriously. I am so sick of that whole conversation. Democrats aren't doing anything. Republicans aren't doing anything. And all the Republicans want to do is shoot babies. And all Democrats want to do is eat them. Maybe. Not all of them, though. Not (laughs) Sadia, keep me on track. And even Joni Ernst, well, we're going to introduce this. Like, bitch. (laughs) Donald Trump has been out of office since 2020. That shit has been sitting there since 2020. What did what what happened? Bunch of migrants just get together one night, get drunk and be like, you know what? 700,000 of us are just going to go to the border. We're going to take them all by surprise. You knew it was coming. This is all bullshit. All of it. God, it makes me so mad. It's really like the Democrats aren't doing nothing. The Republicans aren't doing nothing. Y'all ain't doing nothing. None of you were doing nothing. You're out here getting your sound bites in and getting your tweets in. It drives me nuts. Influencers do it too. just like Harry Sisson, that guy. listen, did you hear about the listen Harry shut up. you didn't read the bill. Okay, you have no idea what's going on. Oh Lord. And this just isn't about the border cities either. These are the people that are coming over and a lot of these people have kids. These are kids. They don't know what the fuck's going on. And we're like, Democrats did it. Republican. Oh, I'm like, just, okay, I got to move on or I'm going to blow my stack here. Say something. I- well, it's too late. I said what I said. How this is this going to be handled? really is going to come down to your state. Your state is going to decide. Maybe the states should all take a vote on their state and say, hey, listen, do you want the state of Iowa to build a wall? I'd be like, fuck yeah, use some of my tax money and do that. William, thank you so much for the super sticker. No, that's not how we're going to do things. We're not going to shoot them and eat them. They don't all do that. (laughs) Thank you for helping us keep the lights on. I love your face. Now I lost my train of thought. Oh yeah, we should have, why can't each individual state just build their own border? Can we do that? Why can't we do that? Why hasn't that been done? You know what? Then if your state is a sanctuary state, you don't need a border. You could use that tax money to do something else. But like my state, my state of Iowa, I bet people would vote to have a border bill. They won't. Because we have far too many like industry plants, industrial plants here and that kind of thing where a lot of these immigrants will come and work under the table for fucking nothing. So we won't. This is all bull crap. <sighs> I anticipate now. My governor hasn't come out and said anything either, but I anticipate that if it gets down to Iowa, she will come out and she will do something or say something very similar to I don't know what. I don't know what she can do, but I can remember back in 2020 or 2021 when there was a big surge of migrant children at the border. Remember the kids in cages or whatever it was, Biden's kids in cages. First, it was Obama's. Then it was Trump's. And it was Biden's. It was Biden's kids in cages. And she was like, no, we're not going to take any immigration or immigrant children because we can't afford to house the homeless kids that we have here in Iowa as it is. And she's not wrong. We had a lot of kids that are really struggling here in the state of Iowa that are struggling with homelessness and hunger. Uh, So to be able to take on a whole bunch of other migrant children and try to feed them would be counterintuitive to our own people. I imagine she would do something very similar, but she hasn't said anything yet. So really go and find out what your governor is saying, if they're saying anything, and then you're going to find out how much this is or isn't going to impact you in your state at this time. It eventually will, but like Thursday, like, you know what I'm saying? Britt, Maine says, but my state isn't a sanctuary state, but Portland, Maine is a sanctuary city. We can just build a wall. You can, uh, my city will probably not be a sanctuary city. My town is very, I don't know. I don't, maybe you wouldn't want to live here anyway. There's nothing here. Um, so more to come on what that's going to look like. Your border cities are going to be impacted first. It sounds like Abbott's going to be sending them back. It sounds like Arizona is going to let them in and then bus them wherever they want to go. Um, And a lot of people. We were talking about this a little bit earlier. There's a lot of footage out there about the migrants coming from mainstream media, but I really wanted to go and find some citizen footage, footage, forky, for footage, footage, citizen journalists, like citizen is off of like TikTok and things like that of people who are actually there, so that I know it's not just, I don't know, being blown out of proportion by right wing media or under being blown out of proportion by left wing media. And I found quite a few TikToks of people who actually live there who went for walks downtown in El Paso and Brunsville and recorded what they saw. And here are some of those videos. I've got two of them. The first one's two minutes long. The second one's seven.
5: So I'm out here spotlighting my property because we are right on the border and we have become a popular path for what I'm not going to call migrants. Um, These are not women and children and hardworking men running for a better life, which we've seen uh, in our time here. But lately, and it's a deer. Um, Lately, it's been military age males in camouflage clothing with carpet shoes and giant backpacks full of stuff. I have another video further back um, that didn't get a lot of views that uh, shows backpacks and carpet shoes and phones and drugs and all the stuff that is left behind on our property when they get picked up on a road that crosses the road to our house. So I have been playing a little nighttime daytime with a nice spotlight. And we put some motion lights, some various places, and let Border Patrol know if the uh, pasture is lighting up like whack-a-mole. They know why. And this, as well as driving up to the head of the road at a few times during the night and busting pickup cars, uh, has helped a lot. So normally we assume if it doesn't bother us in our houses, it's not our business. But that's my land. Okay. That over there is my land, my land, my land, my land, mine, 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 mine. Mine goes all the way over there, all the way up to the road, and way that way. And we have horses and stuff, and it's it's gotten concerning. Like I said, these are large groups of military age males packing shit on their backs that doesn't look like it needs to be here. So, um, I don't know what's going to happen with the change to the law, Title 42, but um, right now it's cartel guys. It's, It's guys that are coming here from unsettled factions in Mexico that have caused issues and made shit go wild down here on the border in Arizona.
0: I usually try to remember to edit those out, but I forgot. And then I've got another one. These are just a bunch of short videos that I put together. um, And this is just more just people. Uh, taking footage and things down, kind of where they live and what they're seeing and they're reporting on. And that is right here.
6: Because they don't speak English, we're using our cell phones with the translator app just to try to communicate. We did not speak the language and we hear the American police. In our country, there is no security and threatened to kill every day.
2: The message is getting across that all they want is security, and they feel unsafe. Migration to Europe is becoming increasingly difficult, and they are externalizing their borders and forcing folks to remain on the continent in order to be processed and seek refuge in Europe. Sayon Gurmu
6: is the legal director
2: of the Black Alliance for Just Immigration. With those doors closing, a lot of African migrants have been forced into other options. And so one option is relying on permissive immigration policies in Ecuador, Brazil, or Guyana as an entry point for an incredibly difficult and dangerous journey by land towards Mexico and then onwards to the United States. U.S. officials say there's been an influx of
6: migrants at our border wall because Title 42 to is ending. That's the law that allows people from a country where communicable diseases like COVID-19 are present, that law allows them to be removed and not allowed to enter the United States. The World Health Organization just downgraded the COVID-19 pandemic saying it's no longer an emergency. That spurred new
2: interest at crossing American borders, but that interest has been met with pushback. Border externalization measures disproportionately impact Black migrants and fuel anti-Black racism. We have worked with several Black migrants traveling through Mexico who have unknowingly sought asylum in Mexico, a country that they felt unsafe in. But this is just another measure to absorb folks and stop them from being able to access um, the U.S. asylum system.
6: A lot of people have been asking how they can help migrants here at the border. While we were here, we saw a truck drop off food. Border Patrol agents told us they've seen people drop off food and other supplies here at the wall. Immigration advocates and border agents we talked to today say if you want to help and they could use the help, they say that in-person volunteers are needed most right now. Sion said that applies to likely all immigration advocacy groups as the number of people coming to the border wall increases. Reporting live for CBS 8, I'm Kirsten Holmes
3: back
7: to you These are illegal immigrants who just jumped the border in El Paso Texas and are about to get arrested by border patrol. This is the Mexican side of the border wall where there are thousands of immigrants waiting to illegally enter and it all has to do with this thing called Title 42. Basically, Title 42 means that right now, if you illegally enter through the border you'll get deported but in about a week from us filming this title 42 expires which means that after May 11th if you illegally enter through the border you can claim asylum say you are a refugee and not get deported I know nothing about politics but my questions are what are they running from what will happen to El Paso and what will the government do to prevent this going forward if anything so I went to El Paso's border and immediately saw this yeah they're crossing the border illegally. look Look, they're actively illegally crossing the border. Look, they just crossed the border. Yo, hey, you guys made it over. Just crossed the border. Let's hop out. Okay, so, okay, they literally just jumped the border. Hey, you guys made it. That's crazy. They just got all the way over here. This is crazy. You guys good? Okay, this is wild right now. From what? Senior Asylum? Title 42 has not ended. Oh, straight illegal entry. This is crazy. They're actively about to jump. Let's see how they get through. Look, look, Border Patrol, Border Patrol. We have Border Patrol right there. They're going at it. Border Patrol is literally actively picking these people up. We just witnessed like 20 people illegally cross the border. I'm no politician. The border is definitely not respected out here. Border Patrol right there. There's an ambulance. There's the media. There's... The guys who made it looks like these people have been caught. I don't know what's going on. And you have Border Patrol obviously right over here doing their job. There's probably good 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 17 ish people, maybe more. Looks like they're putting them in the Border Patrol truck. There's people in there as you can see.
8: Mm-hmm.
9: No, 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 vale. Eh, eh, el, el, el teléfono, si lo llegamos a extraviar o wow. a dañar, vale 1.500 dólares. O sea, es la multa. Nos vacunaron contra el COVID, nos vacunaron contra el COVID, COVID de aquí. ¿De o sea, teníamos las vacunas de allá, pero no. Ellos decían que la de aquí teníamos que tener a juro la de aquí. So Okay, and then has he not even turned on the phone? Yet? Oh, no no the no me
6: And so, so he that got is, this when he crossed here, but he did right. not get one when he tried to cross in Juarez.
9: No, no No, no, muchos, no, no a a, unos, a unos también, sí. a
6: why did they tell him they sent him back last time he tried to cross in Juarez? What was the reason? What was the reason? What was the reason?
9: What was the reason? Nada. Nada. Normal, all the way, entrando, no se dan todos los datos. Todos, todos. Las huellas, las fotos. Quién te va a recibir? Allá, para acá. Y te metes. Después esperan la lista. No sabes para dónde vas o no te sacas.
6: They did document it?
9: They documented it. But they, but
6: they the sent the him back to Nogales. City. And then you came back from Nogales <laughs> to Matamoros. Sí,
9: ya no sacaron en avión hasta Arizona.
6: That's the mask coming That's fucking crazy way. That's... Yeah, guys we go.
8: They have a whole setup over here in Brownsville, Texas, guys. They're not allowing the media to go any closer than this because they don't want you to know that Mayorkas is a liar. Look at this. This is, today is 5.6. It's about 7.30 in the evening in Brownsville, Texas. Look at all these folks. They have all their supplies here. Well-organized uh, way to get these illegals into the country. They have some under these tents over here they have more over here with more pallets of water and the buses are just coming. This is a 24/7 operation, folks.
0: And there you have it. That's just some of the footage that I was able to find from just random people on TikTok. If you go on TikTok and you just search for Title 42, you will see all kinds of just random people making videos about where they live and and this stuff that's going on in their own backyards. Um with the I don't know. I more to come. It sounds like (laughs) I I don't even know how to end this section because I want to come out here and say, well, it sounds like the house has got a big plan, but I can't even say that because they knew this was going to happen and they're like, now we're going to fix it. And this makes me wonder if this whole thing isn't some kind of. Actually, I'm not even wondering, I'm pretty confident that this is some kind of setup. I don't know if it's distracting us from something. I don't know if it's just to bring some kind of war to our own front or to give Democrats an opportunity to show how loving and accepting they are and Republicans an opportunity to show how well they're ready to defend her. I don't know. I don't know what this is. Um, But these people are going to come in. I don't know if they're going to send them back. I don't know if they're going to ship them off to Oklahoma. I, I don't know. So we'll keep watching it and keep you guys updated on everything. We'll do it across platforms. I'll do it here on YouTube. We can do another update on Friday during the, uh, Fan Fun Friday, Fulcrum Integrity, the Lighthouse says again, I say they want to replace us with them because they don't know our government like we do. That's very possible. It's very possible, too. This could have something to do with voting. I know that they are, are still trying to change laws in regards to um, having IDs to vote, who can vote and who can't. And we all know how that went down. So I, I don't know. I don't know what the end game to this is going to be. And I don't know what the outcome of this is going to be. All I can say is if you. I suppose live in one of those border towns. I'm going to assume this isn't your first rodeo with something like this. Um, And if you're not in a border town, just kind of be ready for for influxes of people coming to your area as well, especially if that's the plan is to transport them to their final destination, wherever that might be. We'll keep watching it and I'll keep talking about it. We'll keep reporting on it. Um and we'll check back in on this whole thing on Friday. So Friday will be the what? The first day after Title 42 expires. So I'm going to assume that there is going to be more uh, information that comes to light in regards of what's going to happen and what we're going to do. With that, I'm going to switch topics over to the coronation. I wasn't going to do this because I don't give a shit about England and the coronation. Let me put my thing back up here. About England and the coronation, I don't give a shit about the king. I already I know. I mean, if you've been down that rabbit hole, it's a pretty disgusting one. But over the weekend, the UK had their coronation for their new king exactly 666 days after Queen Elizabeth had passed the same uh to be honest again i don't really give a shit but here's kind of why i don't really care about the coronation and this is from a young man who actually lives in the uk and he's got something to say here you go
8: i hope this video reaches people in america because i do not want you fooled by what your mainstream news media is promoting we the british people the majority of the british public are very aware that prince andrew and king charles have been very heavily associated with pedophile rings prince andrew very heavily associated with the horrific trafficking paedophile network of Jeffrey Epstein and has also spent millions of pounds of taxpayers money to try and evade justice that he will never evade it It will catch up with him in the end then we have King Charles who is very heavily associated with a known paedophile called Jimmy Savile who unfortunately did not pay justice on this earth but I'm sure is paying it in the next life we do not condone 100 million pounds spent on the King's coronation and all of the poverty that is going on within the UK at this time while they are spending taxpayers' money on this celebration of a king who is being known to be heavily associated with pedophiles. We are very aware this is not what the general British public think. majority of houses are not flying British flags. It's only the very few. The very few people who cannot open their minds enough to accept what has happened within our country and it is quite frankly, most likely still happening. We really are getting to the point now where we believe that people who are in the organizations that are meant to be protecting our democracy and meant to be protecting children from the likes of child trafficking are actually failing in their job. We're very aware of what is happening. Do not be fooled by the mainstream media because trust me, over here, we are not
0: okay and so this one is i want to bring this back to the mainstream media of what happens so this is all i basically saw fucking weekend was a coronation on our media on all medias everywhere this was something that was highly pushed on tiktok and twitter uh it seemed like every time i i pulled up either one of the apps this is what i was seeing was all the beautiful footage of queen what is it william prince william and um what's his wife's name she's very pretty what she can't <laughs> I don't know that this is all i saw and then megan or uh, harry showed up without megan and the drama and this was all i saw and so then i went because to get an idea of how people really feel about their government you can go to twitter go to their like twitter page and then read some of the comments and you will get an idea for example go to joe biden's twitter on his twitter account and read the comments under every single thing that he posts and you will get an idea of how the people really feel about the their administration But when I went to the UK's, when we went to the coronation page and to Prince William and Kate, Kate is her name, and Princess Kate, all I saw were all of these loving and awesome and amazing comments. And so I'm like, you know what? Maybe the Brits really don't get it. Maybe they are, you know, maybe they really do love their government. Maybe they're not like us. Maybe they're all about it. But then I went and I searched some other tag words and I found the demonstrator side of social media. And here's some of that footage.
3: believe that power should pass basically from one nepotism baby to the next. There's no inherent qualification that they have that means that they have a divine right to rule.
10: Do you give the king any credit for a slimmed down monarchy, a vastly reduced guest list compared to the coronation of his mother? Is he not making an effort?
3: No, not really. If they wanted to make an effort, They would recognise where their wealth and power comes from, which is colonisation. They would give back jewels and artefacts that they have stolen. They would cancel or lobby to cancel countries' debts and reparations that they've destroyed through colonisation, and they would abolish the monarchy. That, to me, would be trying.
8: You know, we picked today, it's an incredibly expensive coronation procession, up to a quarter of a billion pounds, in the middle of a cost-of-living crisis, um, I think a lot of people are shocked by that, and I think what's really been shown over the last few weeks is there, there isn't that much public support for the monarchy anymore, certainly less than they thought, I think the polls have changed quite a lot, and when they've asked people to, for example, give an oath of allegiance, a lot of people have turned around and said, you know, we're not going to do that, we, don't, we, know, we see ourselves as citizens, we don't want to swear fealty to you. Um, so I think, think times have changed a lot since the 1950s, since the last coronation and that's really been shown up recently. So we're here today to you know, uh, make our voices loud and, and heard, to represent all the people in this country, the growing number of people in this country.
7: here with the Republic protest in Trafalgar Square. As you will see, police have built a gigantic big barrier right in front of where Republic is standing so that the King and Queen consort will not be able to see the protest as they proceed up the Mall. This is just another example of a way in which dissent is being stifled. And we've already seen today the arrest of the CEO of Republic Graham Smith. This is not a free country when we do not have the right to freely protest.
0: And that was and again, that took some time to find like you had to have some certain keywords to look it up because it wouldn't pull up. You couldn't really you could Google it. But first, the first 10 articles you'd get was about like how Harry showed up without what's her name. And it was tougher to find. They really did try to kind of hide that protest. They didn't want people seeing it. And again, if you go to any of the the pages on social media that are dedicated to the coronation and the King uh, Charles and Queen What's Her Dick, all you see is people just singing their, pra- I can't remember, Kamala, Camilla, Camilla, She's a homewrecker, Sonia. Wasn't it, she's she the one that was responsible for Diana's death. Isn't that what people think? Now, I got to give some props to Kate. So Princess Kate, so would be William's wife, the-, the pretty one with the, no, it's not Kate. No. Yeah, that's her name. She had on, I guess, Princess Di's earrings and paid homage silently to that. So I hope she's not suicidal. We'll just put that out there. Um, she's she had on Princess Die's earrings. You'll know that, and she paid some homage to her that. A lot of people were really screaming about the Princess Die stuff and how the king, the newly king and queen, were responsible for the death of Princess Die and how it should have been Princess Die. And that's how they feel. A lot there were thousands of protesters out there. There were, and I didn't see a lot of videos with that many people that were for the new king and queen it could have just been angles i don't know uh, I've, i don't know anything about british politics uh, i don't care that much but i did think it was interesting that they run up against the same kind of propaganda bullshit that we do uh, so maybe there's there's hope for us uniting yet <laughs> maybe someday what else do i have so that was all i really had for the coronation there was like the the Uh, the death that we found out that was a Greek Orthodox priest in his garb. We had some questions. Oh, I don't have it. Do I have it? I don't have it. Give me a minute. I have some questions about the fingers. King Charles Chubb fingers. Images. Somebody pointed this out to me on the old ticky talky. I'll pull it up so you guys can look at it too. Maybe. I lost there it is. I lost my thing. Share screen. King Charles' club fingers. Look at them meat hands. What is happening here? Sonny, can you see those? They're like little Vienna sausages. He got some kidney problems or a liver problem. I'm not even sure what causes it. I'm not a doctor. I play one on TV though. But look at them clubby club hands. They're like little Anyway, he's probably got some health issues going on. Who knows? I thought that was really weird. So more to come on that. Actually, probably not. I probably won't talk about that an awful lot unless something crazy happens. Because, you know, that's the Royals and the bloodlines, and that's just, it's dark and it's gross. And, and that's all I'll really talk about in regards to them. What else do I have? I have one more thing before we wrap. Oh, Tucker. You guys want an update on Tucker? Inbreeding. That's what it is, really. It's inbreeding. Gross. but it is isn't that what they do anyway moving on who wants an update on Tucker? tucker been hot and bothered all like the last few years i let go from fox and then he i found an article stating that he had told somebody that he is going to try and start his own media company if fox let him out of his contract we talked about it a little bit last week we got all the leaks from tucker carlson they're trying to make him look bad but all it does is make us laugh And so he's been going on all these different podcast stations, too, and talking to all of these different people and really not holding back. And this last week, he went on the brand new Tulsi Gabbard. So Tulsi Gabbard was the governor of Alaska. Am I saying that right? That doesn't seem right. Tulsi Gabbard was not. No, I don't remember what she was. I know she ran for president, but I don't remember where she came from. Somebody say it. No, I don't know. Serious heart issues, probably. But he went on tell us the Tulsi Gabbard show and he had a few things to say. And this is actually real good. So listen up.
10: I wasn't against the system at all. Really, what changed me was watching Trump in 2015. And I knew Trump before, I mean, because I'm in the media. So I'd known Trump, you know, not well, but I'd known him for, I don't know, 15 years before. Right. A long time. And I was like, I thought he was kind of a buffoon. I still think that sometimes. But what changed my view wasn't Trump, it was the reaction to Trump among my neighbors. Hmm. So Trump would say something in his like florid, orange way, you know, like, why are we funding NATO? And that was the one that got me, I remember this. And I never questioned NATO, I never, because I grew up during the Cold War, and NATO was the bulwark against Soviet aggression into Western Europe. And like my dad worked, as I said, worked for the government. So like, we were totally for NATO, why wouldn't you be? But that ended in august of 1991 i was on my honeymoon when the soviet union collapsed but we still had nato in 2015 like what was the point point? Mm. and i'd never thought about it in my life and trump's like why are we funding nato and i thought that was a really interesting question okay well yeah. i don't know why what's the answer and my neighbors are like shut up he yeah. must be killed it's like okay but maybe shut up maybe he must be killed but what's the answer to the like why are we funding nato is there a good reason shut up yeah they were so hysterical about obvious and basically common sense questions about the way things were working, that that was a tell to me. I was, I was stunned by it, actually. I was like, reasonable people who are acting out of honorable motives should be happy or at least willing to explain themselves. Like, what, yes. hey, Tulsi, why are you doing that? If you're like, what? shut up, then that tells me like you're doing something <laughs> wrong. If you're I'm like, well, exactly. doing it, you may disagree, yeah. but here's why. Yeah, They couldn't do that on Mm. any topic, immigration Mm. policy. I was already, I've never been like, my best friend's an immigrant. I've never been against like immigrants or anything, but I was like, you should have control of your border. And Trump in his Trumpian way was basically arguing for that. They just couldn't deal, they couldn't deal with any questions about the way things were then operating. Mm -hmm. And when I saw that, that just completely exploded my view of the system. I was like, this system is a lot more fragile than I realized. It's a lot less legitimate than I realized. And then just the whole four years of Trump, and like he'd say something that was like truly insane, like the intel agencies are spying on me, and you're like, okay, the intel agencies are not spying on, like, what? You know what I mean? Right. What are you like a? It was a moon landing fake too. Right. And then you'd find out, look, like, a year later, actually the intel agencies were spying on him. And then everyone would be like, well, they had to. Mm-hmm. Wait. And you'd be like, wait, what? First of right. all, he was right. Second, I don't care whether it's Trump. I don't care who the president is. You can't spy on the president because he works for you. That's an attack on our system. No, it's totally fine. I would see stuff like that, and I was just like, you know what? There are members of Congress who are controlled by the intel agencies. I'm not speculating on this. You know, I I lived there for 35 years. I know this. I had a very high-ranking, very high-ranking member of the House Intel Committee tell me at dinner at a restaurant in Washington when he'd been drinking – we got to talk about this. And I said, oh, I'll text you. He goes, I I can't text. And I said, why is that? And he goes, well, because NSA reads my text. And I said, NSA reads it? You're the head guy on the Intelligence Committee. You're their boss. You're providing oversight in our constitutional system. He's like, yeah, but, you know, they're still spying at me. First thing. Second thing, Michael McCall, who is, you know, (laughs) the leader of I would say the neocons uh, in the house kind of low-key uh, neocons but but neocons um, what I got into an argument with him once last year on the phone he told somebody that I was a Russian agent or something and I was outraged so I called him on the phone and I you know I used bad language I was really mad and uh, he said whoa 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 I I just got that you know that's what the Intel briefers told me that you were working for Russia. And I said, that's what the intel briefers told you? You believe your fucking intel brief? Like, how old are you, son? You know, I'm from DC. My dad was in this world. Like, you don't, you're being manipulated by your intel briefers.
0: So, Railroad Wife Life on Rumble says Tucker looks good, though. He doesn't look like, he doesn't look so choked and mad. He's not being muzzled anymore. And now to just keep him safe until he can spill the beans. I would agree. He's been pretty flippant. Um, anytime he has come out and and done any of these, he's been real, just kind of open. He, I don't, he can't say anything about Fox news. He can't say anything about what happened, uh, but he's been real open and discussing all of his things. Last week, we'd found the clip about nine 11 and flat earth. (laughs) Um, he's been really open and just talking about all of it. And so I'm excited to see kind of what Tucker is going to come up with after this, because I'm sure he does have a lot of secrets as most media people do. I'm sure Don Lemon from CNN would be the same knows a lot of things that go on behind the scenes that maybe now he can come out and talk about. Um, Mama's Robin says Tulsi isn't as great as all think she is. She has ties with the, Oh my God. Uh, oh, Klaus Schwab with the WF. So Mama's Robbins, so you want to go back to Tulsi Gabbard for just a minute. So I listened to Jocko podcast. You guys ever listen to Jocko, Jocko Willings and he had her on uh, his podcast. And I think it was Jocko's Jocko or it was one of these guys. They run in this little circle. Had her on and they had talked to her about being a part of the W.E.F. And what had happened was when she was younger, they reached out and she thought it was a great opportunity. And so she jumped on ship and did it. And then when she found out what it actually was, she dipped out and she hasn't been associated with them since. And so more to come unless I missed something because I did look. And the only thing I can find was that she was a spokesperson for them when she was younger. And it was the young Americans, women's of America, some dumb shit that they do. Um, And she thought it would kind of help her. So she jumped on, she was young and just didn't, didn't know uh, the extent to what the W E F was about. And so, and she's, she openly said this on the podcast and she came out and basically denounced them on the podcast. And so more to come on that. And if we need to, we'll talk more about it, but uh, she hasn't necessarily lost me just yet. Um, But that's what, that's my understanding of it. And, you know, and she came out and she had stated that. What else do I got? Do I have anything else? No, I think, fuck, Nate Johnson. I think that's all I got. I can talk about tomorrow. Listen, do you guys know what happened? Sonny, what's happening tomorrow? So we are going to have our very first town hall for 2024, for the election of 2024. CNN is going to be hosting it. And their very first guest It's going to be Donald J. Trump. He ain't been on CNN since 2019. And they're hosting a town hall for Donald J. Trump. He's coming on tomorrow night. And we're going to be live streaming that. Normally, Wednesdays, we have um, Ship and Shans night. We talk about conspiracies. But tomorrow, we're going to live stream this. And so everybody, wear your PJs. Grab some snacky poos. Because this should be pretty good. Because CNN is like the president of fake news. And Donald Trump is like the president of the person who coined the term fake news. And so this should be really good and really interesting, and at least at the very least, entertaining to watch. It'll make for some good content, and we're going to be streaming that live here tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. I already built the broadcast; it's going to be right below this. You can go and set your reminder so that you don't forget, and you can come hang out with Ship and Shan as we watch this all together. So that is going to be tomorrow at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time here on YouTube. We'll be on Rumble too for those of you on TikTok both of those icons and the link for those are going to be in my bio. The broadcast is already built. So you can hit the remind button, be sure to hit the like button too, to help push us out and show up for that. That should be, like I said, that'll be a lot of fun to watch. (laughs) It'll be interesting to say the least. Uh, and that's going to be it. And then after that, we'll do fanfare Friday. I don't know what I'm going to cover yet. So if something happens between now and then we'll be doing that. But other than that, you guys, I will see you Friday night. I love your faces. Thank you for being here. Thank you for all your support. And uh, I will see you guys tomorrow night. Keep her moving. Take it easy. Tell your mom I says hi. And watch out for all of them, dear. Bye, guys. Back off. I'll take you on. Head strong. You take on anyone. I know that you are wrong. You're wrong. you hedged wrong.